0: and welcome to Galactic Goddess podcast and show. I'm your host, Radha Nelia, and today we have a very special guest, Joshua Hathaway. Welcome.
1: Aloha, Radha and guest. Hello, hello.
0: So Joshua is um, a men's, I guess you'd say leadership you know, coach, and um, he helps men really awaken to their divinity in various ways. Um, we're going to cover... a a little bit about that today through the five basic forms of bullshit, (laughs) which I love. Um, but I would love for you, Josh to just let the viewers know who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um, I like to call myself a transformational trickster. Um, I, I do kind of a lot of different things in the field of transformation. I have my master's degree in somatic psychotherapy. Um, I, founded a brand called No Bullshit Communication, where I've been working with um, individuals and couples and organizations for a decade now, helping build trust. It's really what it comes down to is just helping build trust through excellent communication processes and and, um, radical honesty and deep listening. And then um, during that time, I've also been leading men's work uh, been doing and leading men 's work for um, twenty years now, and
2: wow.
1: have um, just in the last couple of years founded an organization with a couple of my dear dearest men, Robert Schwenkler and Peter Rubin, called the Brotherhood community and so we run quarterly men 's leadership intensives um, where we bring a small group of like t- a dozen guys together to do some very deep work, kind of dropping down into the into the shadows, peeling off our armor as men, and really getting radically honest and real with each other about our, our struggles about our gifts about our beauty and about our our, our challenges and um come out the other side kind of all the cobwebs cleared and new channels opened up in our in our in our bodies and our hearts and our minds um and capable of imagining our world in a completely new way so um that's that's really important work that uh, that i'm loving, doing, and along those lines, also supporting men and having the most exquisite relationships with women that they can have. Um, The work that I do, um, I run a course called Authentic Dating Secrets, and the work that I do there is more, is focused on heterosexual guys who are really wanting more, like, deeply satisfying, rich relationships with women, who are turned off by, like, the manipulative, weird, like, pickup world, but are feeling starved and lonely for connection Mm -hmm. with the feminine and are wanting to get more in in touch with their own potency, their own value, and their sensitivity and capacity to relate to women.
2: Mm. So
1: it's kind of the big picture of my stuff. No bullshit communication Mm. on the brotherhood community. And then I'm I'm sort of coming out into the world more as a teacher of Tantra Mm
2: -hmm. with my
1: partner, Lily Love. We're going to be doing a little international tour here in the next few months,
2: which I'm excited about.
0: Oh, I cannot wait. I know both of you are just shining stars. And then w- when you guys came together, I'm like, it's, it's a supernova. <laughs>
2: I know,
1: right? We're talking up. We're like, what do you get when you cross a Tantra teacher and a no bullshit communication trainer? You get no bullshit Tantra.
0: <laughs> I love it. I'm seriously going to have to take you guys' course. That's amazing. Please do. Um, And I'm just, I'm so excited about The work you do and I've been following it for a while because I really appreciate um, you know men that are stepping out of the paradigm that they were given and sort of recreating the new structure because that old paradigm obviously hasn't been working Um, I'd love for you to speak on like how did you break out of the old mold because there is this really you know rock solid mold that's really hard for men to escape. They get indoctrinated into it since they were little boys and and it's very hard for them mm-hmm. to open up, especially in their heart
2: yeah,
1: yeah, thank you for asking, and thanks for the sensitivity that's even embedded in the question like a a sensitivity to the to what men are up against um, in terms of our conditioning in terms of our training. Um, I like to say that um if you, if anybody who thinks that um, that men won in the game of patriarchy and women lost, are thinking with a patriarchal mind mm-hmm. that values money and force and all the things that patriarchy values. And according to patriarchy's values, like men have more of that by and large. But if you look at like like radical feminist values, if you look at a value for like for like deep sensitivity and embodiment. If you look for a value of like relational intelligence and the capacity to to cultivate really deeply meaningful and intimate connections, if you look at emotional intelligence, if you look at um, all the things um that we would we would value from a more feminine perspective, like men have been utterly denied these things mm. in our culture, right? Mm. We've been systematically denied them in our culture. And so, So what I like to say is we're all in this together. Like Mm -hmm. it's not men against women here. Like anybody who gets caught up in that is still living in an old paradigm. We really need to be coming together and it's hard and it's scary. We don't trust each other. We're afraid of each other. We're like, we want each other so bad and we're totally afraid of each other at the same time. And it's this incredible, that's the electric polarity that feels so dicey and yet so delicious at the same time. Right. And You know, I have to say, like, I I feel really fortunate because I I, kind of walked in in multiple worlds since I was a young man because I was raised by a very masculine presenting homosexual man. Mm -hmm. My dad was gay. He was my primary parent growing up. He was in the closet. He was revered by, like, my whole community and all my friends just wanted to be like my dad. Like, he was, like, such a role model for so many of my friends. Um, and they didn't know he was gay. They didn't find out until, you know, like late high school, early college that he was gay, most of them. And uh, and so I always had this very unique perspective as a man, seeing I was just surrounded by men being intimate with each other, like in, in a loving way, not in a sexual way. like, I like saw that stuff, like any normal parent would, that doesn't do that in front of their kids. Um, but like, I got to see that, but I was also like this very stereotypical, like, like boy energy, boy who liked to like rough and tumble and play hard and was just the alpha male on the playground and had to like had to be like uh, the captain of the, of whatever team was being picked and and like so I I had this very much of a jock mentality and like lived inside the the deep sort of um, athletic and jock culture while also holding this really sensitive side that that was always a part of my 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 life my internal life and so. um that's not to say that it didn't take a lot of courageous steps for me to sort of really claim my more sensitive side. Um, And one of those courageous steps was I remember telling one of my friends that my dad was gay when I was in high school.
2: Mm -hmm. It was one of these
1: like late night moments. We would sneak out of the house all the time and go get in trouble and fuck around. And we were just sitting on the roof of a school one night and, and talking about deep things. And I just remember saying, you know, like, I feel bad that I've never told you this before, but my dad's gay, you know? And it was like this re- moment that I was so scared of, but I revealed myself. Mm-hmm. I said what was true, and it brought us closer. It made our relationship deeper. Mm-hmm. It it made him trust me more. It made me trust him more. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like like a relationship that was like a, m- my best friend became like a like a brother, like somebody who I, I knew I would just would be my brother for the rest of my life. In that moment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a defining moments of just like honestly I guess you could even say that the whole path has been that of like one more vulnerable scary true thing that I say Mm -hmm. about my life
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) you
1: know (laughs) and then another and another and Mm -hmm. another
0: that's amazing that's that is powerful um do you do you think that men are afraid to share things that are vulnerable because of the way they've been taught that um, they just seem to be strong and tough and not have feelings, or or what is that about? I guess I'd like to know.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I first of all want to say we all feel scared to say what's vulnerable. Like I think that mm-hmm. um, you know, women and men both struggle with this. Um, we none of us were given really healthy models for it, mm-hmm. but um, but at least women were given permission to feel and to have intimate connections. There, al- women are allowed to touch each other. There are mm-hmm. all these things uh, in our culture where that that men don't get all these forms mm-hmm. of intimacy that, that are, um, that are relegated to faggots and women, right. Mm-hmm. In the, in the patriarchal culture. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. And so we
1: have a homophobia, like I don't want to be seen as homosexual or I, maybe I'll like it and I don't want to be homosexual. Mm-hmm. So I can't be too intimate with men. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so there's that around other men. And mm-hmm. then in general, yes, like, we're, we're taught to be isolate. We're taught to be strong. We're taught to, I can handle it myself. Like, I don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. And, and we're literally trained to shut our emotions off. Mm. So many men don't even feel. They don't even know how to feel. Like, the only emotions that come up, rise up past the like, the, the like waterline of what they've buried mm-hmm. is rage and, and like attraction, mm. you know, and like, so, like men can finally feel when they're fucking, right? Mm-hmm. When, when men are having sex, it's finally a place where they can, they can be in their bodies and feel and, and have pleasure, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: and so, of course, it becomes this thing that we're obsessed with and terrified of at the same time, mm-hmm. and there's all the
0: power dynamics around it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way that, that maybe that was a place where men could release their emotions you know and so that's maybe that's why sometimes it becomes like an unhealthy addiction rather than channeling it with a partner that could receive all of you right yeah
1: absolutely and we're just there's just so many men cut off from our bodies it's one of the few places Mm -hmm. where we can be in our bodies, you know where we can be vulnerable um and it's and it's sanctioned Mm -hmm. culturally sanctioned vulnerability even though so much of porn sort of pushes us even even away from vulnerability and Mm -hmm. sex right like it's amazing how how um this culture drives us away from true intimacy Mm -hmm. at every turn
0: yeah that's hard it's hard for both parties i think because women are craving the the connection the heart to heart they want to feel that merge you know not just sexually but emotionally mentally even spiritually you know that the -hmm. capacity to grow together is so much there but it's these limiting beliefs and a lot of men thinking they just need to do life themselves like they just need to do it themselves and then it's like you're just like an extra you know like that's a lot of the way that I hear women talk about men is they just feel like they're just like oh, it's the weekend, so he wants to take me on a date and do the whole routine, but I don't feel like I'm immersed in his being, in his heart, you know, and um, I wonder what the cost of that is to men as well, you know, where they can't open to receive the gifts that women want to give because we want to give, you know, we're we're created to give our heart, but but also like we, we care, you know, we're just, we're built that way we're caretakers and so um when we can't give fully it actually causes us physical pain in our heart you know Mm -hmm. that's our pain yeah when there's
1: a divide that disconnection that you feel right that lack of intimacy is like connection isn't enough like intimacy real Mm -hmm. sharing i hear i hear the longing in there for like a deep Full sharing of, of life, and not just mm-hmm. like sharing of a of a nice night on the weekend, right? Yeah, like
2: yeah. you want
1: to you you want to do life, and and that is an incredibly vulnerable sort of um, ask in a certain way, too, right? Mm-hmm. To even as a woman to be able to own that and be like, yeah, this is what I want, right? Mm-hmm. I want the whole thing, right? That's in, in itself like a, a, a vulnerability, right? And then mm-hmm. to then find a man who you might want that with and 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 open up to him in that way and for men same thing to to find somebody you really want to do life with and open your heart to them it's like way safer to play it cool right we all know we all know what's going to happen when you just play it cool right it's gonna (laughs) maybe be hot for a little while and then dissipate and you'll just go on Mm -hmm. to the next like whatever you just keep scrolling netflix right like Mm
2: -hmm. like
1: but when you but nobody knows what what happens when you open your heart and you say mm. like the scariest truest thing like oh my god like i really like you and it scares me because
2: mm. um
1: i just think about you all the time and i feel like one of the things that um that men get uh get uh, sort of i think a core fear though a lot of men don't even really aren't even conscious of is this fear of being sort of engulfed by a woman by like like, mm-hmm. like disappearing into into a woman's world right um there's something so compelling and so attractive and so alluring about the feminine right it's like i know that i can get caught up in being afraid that i'm going to lose my like free will or something because i'm just gonna you know just want to be around and have more of this like softness and pleasure all the time and i'll do anything for it you know Mm -hmm. um so you know what very few of us i think are 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 uh, really get, but more and more people are awakening to is just what an incredibly vulnerable thing love is.
2: Mm. What a
1: scary thing opening our hearts to love. And my partner and I are enjoying that so. I mean, enjoying most of the time, enjoying that in such a rich way. Just like in in this constant discovery of how scary it is to love somebody so much you know, mm-hmm. to really say, to pick somebody and say, I choose you, like mm-hmm. you're my person and we're doing life together. And all of a sudden, how completely vulnerable that is compared mm-hmm. to like, eh, I'll do, I'll do Tuesdays with you, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll give you Sunday, I'll give you Monday. Right? <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I'm in awe of, yeah, you two coming together so beautifully. And I, you're sharing your vulnerability together both I think I saw some posts and just sharing saying like this is really vulnerable and it was so inspiring. You guys really inspire me. Your your vulnerability through the process and your sharing is important and essential. And it's because we need to see different kinds of role models. You know, we don't really have that in the world, you know, what a really a healthy relationship is like I think, first of all, so many times like our lineage, you know, we don't have that, and then we see the movies, and it's like it's da da da, and it's just like this total fantasy that has nothing to do with talking about real stuff, about getting to the core of the issues and um and it just comes together like magically or or else they lose them and get them back, and it's just like this euphoria, but I mean it love is euphoria, but it's also, um, it is vulnerability, and there's something about being. It takes courage, really, real courage, like not, not just some fantasy. You know, it takes real courage because you're really letting someone affect your inner being in a way. That's, you know, I think, the most powerful thing that you could ever do, and probably the most terrifying thing you could ever do is actually really, really, really open your heart and say, Okay, let's both open our hearts, you know, and see what happens. <laughs> it's like Yeah. That's very Yeah. L-
1: giving someone access to all your like all your freaking pin numbers, man. <laughs> like you know, you're you're just like <laughs> making yourself so vulnerable,
2: right? Like yeah.
1: it's amazing. Really like it's so delicate, and it takes so much courage, and it takes so much presence,
2: Mm. right,
1: like, which I think is an undervalued thing in our culture, right, is just to be present with all of the layers, right, to be present with my own vulnerability, be present with the fear that makes me want to do the stupid thing to sabotage it in this moment, Mm. because that's just what I know, and I've done again and again, right, Mm. to be present with the, uh, with the impulses or the even the impulse to like to say a mean thing or to to to, to send a jab out when I feel when I feel um, tender or, or threatened yeah. in some way, right? Like
2: uh-huh. to be
1: present with that in myself and then slow down and take a breath and be like, okay, like we know we know you know that just brings out our mundo malo, that just brings out the bad world when you when you do that stuff, right? Like you know how that feels. Don't don't go mm-hmm. there. Um, and then, uh, and then to be able to be present with whatever's coming up in my partner, right? I have to be able to cultivate a presence within myself, right? To be able to notice all this stuff happening and not react to it and not shut it down or mm. shame it or, or then go running, running off in the distance with whatever energy shows up in here, right? But to be able to be like, okay, let me, let me feel into that. Let me feel into that. But then, um, that cultivates the resources to be able to meet my partner there. So in, in that moment when she's not at her best or I'm not at my best, then the other person can, can hold presence and sort of know that there's, there's, there's more at work there, right. And, and, yeah. and treat the other person with compassion and kindness and, and be curious in fact, because we're not just like lovers.
2: Mm-hmm. We're not
1: just, we're not just like people who share a house and pay the bills together. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, we're spiritual allies she's my queen
2: uh-huh. and i'm her king uh-huh. and
1: we are the greatest allies we've ever had in our own healing. Uh-huh. right and so and if anybody thinks that you're getting together with somebody for any other reason ultimately than just to like heal the wound um you know good luck with that <laughs> <laughs> But and you know that can sound like a you know that can sound mm-hmm. like a threat like all, all it is is healing wounds but guess what like mm-hmm. you're never gonna stop healing these wounds like
2: yeah. we didn't
1: come in here to 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 sort of bask on a on a sort of island and chill like the people who are on this planet right now mm-hmm. came in here to heal some deep ancestral shit like we came in here yes. to channel it through our own bodies and our own yep. emotions and our own relationships and to walk into the hall of mirrors and come out like clear and clean and, and, and unsusceptible to those illusions anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and so anybody that we call in has to be an ally and that has to be somebody mm-hmm. that can, that can meet us there, that can buoy us and support us and make us make our walk even stronger. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, that's amazing. So beautiful. I was feeling that so much that we, yes, we are the ones that, or that are here to activate and, and heal the wounds together. And that is important to find a partner that understands that it's not just, it's not just whatever. It's not whatever. It's so much more. And it, there's so much potential. There's, there's so much magic available. There's so much healing. And, and so how do you get to a place with two people? Cause not everyone has that understanding right you know it's it's an amazing thing that you 're teaching men and i'm i'm so grateful for the work you 're doing and may it go out into the whole universe. but a lot of people don't have that education understanding, and so how does that work? you know how does that work when when maybe a woman is like, "Okay, I want someone to meet me here but then it's just <laughs> not you know
1: yeah i'm with you girl and uh, there's two things three things really that come to mind the first one and the easiest one to sort of sort of I, I just want to acknowledge how easy it is to get hopeless as a woman right now women have been um been striving for a couple of generations to really like come into balance with their masculine right our culture mm-hmm. has called them to it
2: right yeah. um
1: and, and so women have been like really seeking a balance within themselves that men haven't been for so long. Right. So yeah. um, there is, there are ways that we can look at and say women have women are farther down the path uh, as a, as a group than men are of, of creating the kind of balance that we're looking, that we're looking at. Cause one way of describing this whole great turning that we're happening, that's happening here is the is the healing and the reweaving and the and the and the reverencing of the masculine and feminine
2: mm-hmm. right
1: we can say that the whole thing is about finding a new is evolving to a new not going back to an old ancient romantic sort of version mm-hmm. of masculine and feminine no evolving a completely new level of deep reverence respect and um and honoring between the masculine and feminine right mm-hmm. um and so Um, I think women are a bit ahead of the curve on this right Uh, in terms of ahead of men because men have had no good reason to Mm -hmm. to enhance their feminine or to Mm -hmm. seek out the feminine but to survive in this culture women have had to get stronger masculine Mm -hmm. right and like Mm -hmm. show up in their masculine which can be dangerous right because then you're so used to like protecting yourself and showing up in your masculine that that it's hard to get out of your masculine yes, and and, and yeah. get back in your feminine. Mm-hmm. So you're like nitpicking and like, and like trying to control, right? Because that's how, that's that masculine element in you that mm-hmm. wants safety yeah. instead of being able to surrender that protectorship over to the masculine and mm-hmm. a, a, across from you. So you can just lean into your feminine.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: I want to say it's easy to get hopeless, but don't fucking get hopeless. Like that's your work. Your work is to come back and again and again to like, he's out there. I know that there's, I know that my partner's out there. I don't care how many, you know, I don't care how many people I see that aren't him. I know that he's there for me. And I know that we're, we're, we're looking for each other right now. Right. So like coming back again and again, and that's for everybody, men and women. Like I know that person is there.
2: Mm -hmm. And then, um, the second is, um, that,
1: We have to be willing for it to be messy. Mm. You're not gonna find a perfect person and it's just gonna be perfect and you're gonna go dancing into the sort of (laughs) celestial sunset together. (laughs) Like there's gonna be moments of that. Right?
0: Yes, yes. But
1: I'm sorry, like we all we all shit in the living room sometimes. (laughs) Like, you know, metaphorically speaking, like
0: we (laughs) all blow
1: it and and we have to (laughs)
0: <laughs> we have
1: to cultivate it, you know, we have to cultivate a, a willingness to, um, to acknowledge that that's going to be a part of the process of dealing yeah. with them. Um, and when you, I think when any of us can have a clear enough vision of the kind of relationship we want to keep sort of believing and knowing that it's mm-hmm. possible and opening ourselves to it, then the only other piece is actually holding our fucking standards when people are showing up who are clearly not a fit
2: mm. right mm. like mm.
1: like you uh, we all have to be honest with ourselves mm-hmm. when you know and and just know where our commitment lies mm-hmm. you know mm. and what part of ourselves we really want to wake up because because you know there are parts of us that can wake up around some people and that's fun but that's not necessarily the kind of partnership that we want yeah. right? mm-hmm.
2: and and
1: you don't have to a lot of people are like oh either I can have my pussy wet or I can have my heart open with somebody, but I can't have my pussy wet and my heart open. (laughs) Right. And it's like, you keep saying that you keep finding that. Like I promise. Right. Right? Like
0: manifest. Don't say that ladies. Don't say that. Come on. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, and the practicing keeping your pussy wet and your heart open is up to nobody but you, right? Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: then over here, I gotta, I gotta keep practicing, keeping my heart open and my cock hard. Like, I gotta mm-hmm. keep that. I gotta keep that connection going for me over mm-hmm. here, right? Mm-hmm. And like, the more I do that, the more attractive I become to precisely the women who, who I want in my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and precisely the woman in this case who is my queen right and I still we're still doing that work to be able to have it all to say yes like oh fuck like I can have it all like it can be this good yes like I can learn through pleasure I don't have to learn through pain anymore I I don't have to learn through like running away from what hurts I can learn through like increasing my my tolerance for pleasure in my life for abundance for joy Uh for beauty and love
2: right Uh
0: Um, that's just yeah. that's so divinely said i just i love that like yeah yeah that that polarity is always like been a, a conversation for many people men and women that polarity and i think it's time that we integrate because there's got to be more you know what i mean we, why can't we have it all why can't we have yeah. pleasure and love you know that goes together mm-hmm. you know and partnership and friendship mm-hmm. and we end up playing so many different roles i think for our divine part counterparts, not just one dimensional. Whereas in the past it was like, Mm -hmm. you're just going to be my wife and cook and clean. And you know, it's like, no, we're partners in this universe. Like we're spiritual partners. That's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing when you hold your standards, when uh, like, basically, what the tendency for most of us to do is to compromise somewhere
2: Mm -hmm.
1: when we don't we don't think we can have it all well like i can't have it all so maybe i can't get it all so this could be good enough the moment you compromise the moment you like say oh i'll settle for this
2: Mm -hmm. is the
1: moment you lose the capacity to call forth the very thing in that person that you want because you've just surrendered it in yourself right yeah Mm -hmm. but when you can say like i stand for this this is what i stand for I do not, I, I will not be treated this way.
2: Yes. And that
1: doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go. It just means here's the line and a stand-up mm-hmm. motherfucker. Like, I, this is how I want to be treated.
2: Mm-hmm. When you can stand <laughs>
1: up, like, that is an essential, like, you have to be willing to teach your partner.
2: You mm-hmm. have to be willing
1: to train them in a certain way, not in some, like, power over way,
2: mm-hmm. but in a,
1: in a loving way. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be willing to train somebody how to love you and how to treat you. And, and, and to model that for them, Mm -hmm. like, this is how I treat myself and this is how I'm willing to love myself. And this is the line I draw because, um, if we're really lucky, we're going to meet somebody who is going to expand our consciousness so much, Mm -hmm. is going to, is going to, is going to have, is going to teach us so much and who is also going to be open to us teaching them. Mm -hmm. It's this two way street where we get to inform each other. We get to be these divine mirrors for Mm -hmm. each other. Right. And in order to do that we have to be willing to to on the one hand, like hold our terms really mm-hmm. clearly and know what our values are. And on the other, to surrender and to not get too brittle and get too hard, right? Yeah. And that's the work that's the feminine, right? Yeah. Where the holding our principles is the masculine principle mm-hmm. and the feminine
0: is like I love that surrendering. Such that's just so divine. I know. You you and Lily Or such great archetypes represent that coming together. Mm -hmm. So I'm in awe of watching you two and so grateful to know you both. Um, Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to talk about the five basic forms of bullshit today because we've been so enraptured in this amazing conversation. (laughs) I'm just very grateful that we could connect and that you could share yourself and your work with our viewers. Thank you so much for Mm. the work you do from the behalf of the feminine Thank you. It's just, it's time. And I, I, I really, I'm just very grateful for the work both of you guys are doing. It's, it is time. It is time. So with that, yeah. um, thanks for joining us and I will put all of your information below so people can contact you. And Thank you. I hope we can um, hope, come together again and talk about these five principles.
2: <laughs> I
1: do too. I look forward to it. And I think the one thing that I'll say is, you know, it's, we're not here to do it alone anymore. Mm-hmm. We're here to do it together. And not, not only does that mean in, in relationship between men and women or romantic mm-hmm. uh, sort of partnership, but that means like guys are coming together and leaning on each other instead mm-hmm. of relying on our women for our, wow. to be our emotional sort of counselor. And women are coming together and relying on each mm-hmm. other to get that support and learning how to not commiserate with each other and just like, you know, talk shit. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get into that cycle, wow. right?
2: That's but awesome. how do you
1: find community As a man, a community of men, as a woman, community of women, you can really like lean into and they got your back and you know, they're seeing you for real and mirroring you in a really authentic way. Like that in so many ways is the key to having a healthy um, merging, Mm -hmm. like partnership, you know? So,
2: um,
1: so hopefully people will come check out some stuff we're doing at the Brotherhood Community, Lily and I's Tantra retreats that we'll be putting um, calendars out for pretty soon. And Radha, what a pleasure, an exquisite pleasure to connect with you today, Radiant today, and I'm so grateful to get a chance to talk.
0: Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, guys, and take care. Bye-bye.